Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, I want to tell you why I think the key to Kentucky winning another basketball championship, the key to us hanging number nine, could be Ugana Anyenzo. And the reason why I'm actually saying this, um, just hear me out. I was talking with one of my uh, one of my friends, and we was discussing, uh, you know, our loss in overtime to Texas A and M on the road. And I was telling him that, you know, I didn't think we needed to panic too much. Um, of course, it's going to be tough road games all season long. We still aren't at full strength. We still don't have Big Z. A dude Thero has been out for like four games in a row, so. You know, we, we still really haven't had a chance to really gel completely as a team. Uh, Anyenzo and Bradshaw have only been back for a few games. But the reason why I'm saying this is I just feel like Kentucky's weakness on defense could be the key to them not having championship success this year. And um, I think I seen a stat uh, earlier today, and they were saying that I think in the Calipari era, this is the second worst team when it comes up to uh, giving up 80-point games. So pretty much everybody that's playing Kentucky is scoring a lot of points. The thing that's been saving Kentucky is this overall, you know, as a collective group, has probably been one of our best offensive units as far as we just have constantly, um, we have constant offense. We got, you know, Guys like Antonio Reeves that have went for 40 pieces. Um, we got Trey Mitchell who scored 20-point games. We got Bradshaw who's put up like 16. We got DJ who's put up uh, – what did DJ – DJ did something stupid. I think he did what, – what did he do, 37, 38? Um, Reed Shepard can go for big numbers. Of course, Rob Dillingham. So we actually have a, a bunch of guys that on any given night can go for 20-plus points uh, – and if some of them guys played on, you know, teams where they didn't have to share the ball with each other, they probably consistently be doing 20 to 25 every single night. Um, but unfortunately, it's just not enough shots for everybody to get 20. But usually we got one or two guys, maybe even three, that's going to do um, anywhere between 15 to 20 points a night. So we usually don't have any problems scoring. It's just defensively, we can't shut anybody down. Um, everybody's getting points on us. And obviously the old saying is defense wins championships. And as much as I love Aaron Bradshaw, I kind of feel like Aaron Bradshaw at this point is a little behind where I thought that he could be defensively. Um, because, you know, last game uh, he got in severe foul trouble. He never really got in rhythm. He ended up playing seven minutes, um, didn't score a point, only had one rebound. So, you know, when, when we um, when we looking at him uh, being the starting center or, you know, one of our primary big guys that's going to usually play the most minutes, we just want to see more production out of him, but especially on the defensive end. Um, and I'm not saying he got to block four or five shots a game like some of our past uh, players have. But I just feel like um, we need a strong defensive presence around the basket. And so far, I feel like Anyenzo has been the best. Um, 
and he still got a lot of work to do as well. Uh, there's a lot of times when I look at Anyenzo and he gets uh, he gets sealed by by his um, the man he's defending, and he gives up the lane. And a lot of times, Kentucky gets uh, broke down from the perimeter, and they get easy layups at the basket because they can't really defend anybody on the perimeter. A lot of guards get way too much uh, penetration against Kentucky. And when they get there, sometimes Anyenzo is sealed off a lot more for my take, um, for my taste. And he gives up a lot of easy baskets. But I do think he's the most active around the paint. Um, he's maybe not the most physical because he's not as developed as Trey Mitchell, but he's the most active. Like he is trying to get to, um, you know, block shots. He's flying around trying to make stuff happen. So, um, And like last game, he ended up with seven points, which I ain't really looking for him to score too much. Um, we have guys that can do that. So I like to see him in the game getting a, a decent amount of minutes and, you know, getting us to 10 rebounds, uh, blocking uh, two to four shots a night, and um, just, you know, making his presence felt around the paint even if he just got to give up some hard fouls here and there. Um, but the two guys that I like that I feel like give us a lot of energy and hustle on the defensive end that I would like to be seeing play more is Anyenzo and hopefully when he comes back, Adu Thero. Because I like Adu's energy. And, and the thing about Adu is he just has kind of, you know, a lot of versatility for us as far as what positions we can play him in. We can play him at power forward and go small. And, um, you know, he hustles uh, and he rebounds, he plays hard D, uh, so he gets stuff done around, you know, around the bucket. So those two guys is the guys that I really want to see get some more minutes because we do need defense. Um, as much as I love seeing the guys on the court that can score, um, we need to figure out a way to get our best defenders on the court with them because, we just giving up too many points, and I'm afraid that we're going to have one of those games where we may not be on offensively, and we might not be able to score, and we're going to lose because of that. And um, you know, because I mean, we we scored 92 points against A and M, um, and still ended up losing the game because we gave up 97. And I just feel like if we could lock down better defensively. Um, consistently and keep some teams you know keep some teams in the 60 to 70 range um we would just be a, a much better team in my opinion and I and I just really as much as I love Bradshaw like I believe that going forward Bradshaw will be better than Anyenzo probably um because of his versatility on offense uh Bradshaw is that prototypical big man that the NBA is really interested in now. So I, I think he'll be um, one of the best prospects of this group because he's going to become an even better shooter than he is now. He will eventually get stronger. Um, and I think that's really what hurts him the most now is just physically he ain't, he's not really strong enough yet. Um, but I think uh, even he'll become a better defender. But I think Anyenzo has a chance to be like an elite rim protector. And um, if he gets more minutes and he can get more comfortable playing, he could become a defensive stopper that we just desperately need. Uh, but like I said, he's definitely got to work on um, 
you know, not allowing his man to seal him away from the the guards when they attack the basket because unfortunately our guards don't do a great job of keeping their man in front of them. So when they get beat, you know, they got to make sure that, um, you know, we got some help coming and that falls into the weak side defenders too. Uh, you know, guys that are probably potentially be on the court with onions. Oh, a dude, Trey Mitchell, uh, maybe some Jordan Burke, um, Justin Edwards, those guys got to be ready to help when Anyenzo, um steps up to uh, meet the guards that's attacking at the basket. And they got to get their rotations down so that they can all fall in the right spots and help because we just gave up far too many easy points. Um, if you take – I know, I know. like I said, I don't want to go into panic mode because I do think Texas A&M played over their heads. I think they played a better game than they normally would play because – we know they weren't really a great shooting team, and they hit a lot of outside shots. Um, let me see what they ended up doing. Uh, I think they ended up with. Um, let me see. Don't don't. I can't see how many threes they had, but I know they they were pretty bad three point shooting team, and they shot thirty eight percent against us. So, um, you know. Maybe some of that's our fault because we just don't play good D. Maybe if we played better D, they wouldn't even shot that well against us. But um, we just have to lock down defensively. I think that's the one thing that keeps me just ready to just go all out and be like, we're going to win the championship. Because I I believe if, if we could play hard, no shutdown defense, I think offensively we could take care of ourselves. Like I think we could compete with every team in the country every single night. I think we could easily win five tough games in a row. But the defense is giving me cause for concern. So I hope that, um, you know, Anyenzo does get to uh, get more of a chance to develop. Because I just feel like we're going to need that. Like, we just can't keep giving up easy baskets at the rim. We we just giving up way too many buckets at the rim than I care to see already. And um, I think it, it might just continue to get worse if we don't develop some kind of a rim protector. Um, and and I, I'm not going to lie to you, my favorite lineup is the small ball lineup with Trey Mitchell at the five position um, with all, like, you know, just with four guys that can handle the ball. Offensively, I think that's our best lineup. Um but I just feel like defensively we're going to give up too much playing like that. So we are going to have to have probably Trey in there with one of the other centers. But whichever one of them it is, they got to be playing some good D. They have to be cutting off people at the rim. So I think that um, Anyenzo could be the key to success. Um, but anyways, I'll wrap it up right there. Um, like I said, it was a... Um, it was a tough loss for us, but I'm not ready to panic. I think Kentucky can bounce back, and we'll see what they do tomorrow. But anyways, you guys let me know what you think about, you know, my theory that Ugana Yenzo could be the key to our championship success. Do you think that uh, I'm bugging out? Do you sort of agree with me? And just overall, how did you feel after you watched the game? Like, do you, do you think with the way we play in defense now, can we be successful or – is that going to be the thing that stops us from winning the championship? You let me know what you think, and we'll get back at it next time on Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.